Hi, my name's Mason. My name's Finn. And this is Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Football. <laughs> yes, Let's Talk Football is a show where we talk about football's hottest topics. Uh, now today, unfortunately, this was meant to be done yesterday of when you are receiving this. But um, Finn's internet just blew out. It, as heck. soon as we're about to record, it just went to heck. Um, anyway, so today we've um, got a few subjects to talk about, the first of which is the European Super League, uh, the second of which is the Fan Stadium, and we may have a look at a few other smaller topics. Uh, so first of all, what is the European Super League? Well, this has been around since the 1980s to break away from the UEFA Champions League and make their own league, which nobody could be relegated from. You'd always be guaranteed to go in. Uh, so in 2018, which was a considerable amount of time later, um, they found documents from this and certain <laughs> documents relating to this. Uh, and it's spent a few um, shockwaves, you might say, uh, through uh, football as they couldn't work out who was going to go in and who was going to go out. Of course, this was meant for the top clubs, but um, most since most top clubs wanted to get in, uh, it sent a few panics through them as they really, some of them really wanted to get in, like such as Barcelona, who recently signed after their president stepped down, want to be in this league. Um, now, it would be a 16-team tournament, such as the UEFA Champions League, very similar, except UEFA didn't want to be in it, which is a big turning point since UEFA usually do all the European competitions. Uh, and, of course, it would be... Um, Group stage, knockout round, and you'd be champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so the teams contesting 11 would be labelled as core founding, which would be the main people who founded the league. And they would be guaranteed their place for 20 years or mm-hmm. immune to relegation. Uh, the five other teams would be from the competition that were relegated and some would be moved up. Uh, so it would usher an end to the Champions League and perhaps this could bring an end to uh, um, UEFA as, well, probably not bring an end, but to bring an end to their um, European club and might have to stick to like things like the Nations League. Yeah. So who's going to be in it? Big clubs. So Very yeah. big clubs. Um, and I also want to chip in. Like, you've also then got to think, what's that going to do for the league table? Because they're going to have to completely redo the league table uh, maybe add in teams, take out teams, make more spaces in there. Like, it's going to mess up the table completely. So, yeah. Definitely. Anyway, of course, as we were saying, who would be in this? Big clubs, big, big clubs. We're talking um, Chelsea, Man City, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, the big clubs that have previously probably won the UEFA Champions League. Um, of course, there'd be a few rotating guests could change from year to year, but that would be chosen um, and they would have to do very well because this isn't aimed for the teams to make the money instead of the UEFA. So um, why would we do this? Well, money. It's a very simple answer. Money. Uh, it's because they want profit directly instead of um, having uh, UEFA give it to them, and they keep most of it. So it's more of a cash grab, but it still looks interesting to look at as um, uh, 
it'd still be interesting to look at because of the way it would be established and it would be club run. So you might see VAR be removed and brought in with their own set. Or you might see this um, happen and you might see that happen. It can be very different, but it's got a general idea. So, of course, it's um, thinking to be around 2021, but mm-hmm. um, we never know. We, it might be 2022, it might be in five years, might be in ten years, uh, but we think we'll see it. Um, so, what would happen to the Champions League? Um, well, it would lose most of its big clubs, so things like uh, Chelsea, Barcelona, Man City, Bayern Munich... All, all these clubs that obviously generate its revenue would be out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Champions League may have to come off. Um, so th- there's another big question. Will it kill football? Will a club-run team kill football? Or not really club-run, but there will be another area of a, a company that's run by the clubs technically so will it kill football in my opinion i don't think it will i think it will stay to keep the same like ratings as the way for champions league it's the same viewers um finn what do you think about that i think it's not gonna kill football but it's definitely gonna throw a punch in there it's definitely gonna give it a good beating um because it's just like one, how the detail is going to work. They're going to add in more positions and where you're going to fit in for UEFA Champions League, Europa League, and then the European Super League. Uh, there's also in talks of it actually just being a league, a full-on table league, uh, 38 games a season, something like that. Now, that's taking big clubs like Liverpool, Man City, Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund, Barca, Real... Out all out of La Liga, out of Prem, out of Bundesliga, and just sticking them in a European league, traveling all over the place for every single game across many borders. It doesn't make sense really in that aspect, and it's really going to give it just a massive punch because you're going to see these great, great, great lineups in. A- Finn. They kill, kill off a bit of the UEFA Champions League, one of the most prestigious tournaments ever held. So it's like you've got to look at both sides of the argument really to make a decision. Uh, definitely. Anyway, Finn, moving on to your topic, uh, yeah. the fans back in stadiums. Fans are uh, could be allowed back in stadiums, or will be allowed back in stadiums eventually. Now. The logistics behind this is obviously with the COVID nineteen. This has only been um, pronounced for the Premier League. No other, no other uh, leagues have been announced and allow fans in the stadium. But uh, just pointing that out there. So it all depends on the COVID nineteen area rate. So there's tier one, tier two, tier three. Uh, tier one, there will be four thousand fans allowed in the stadium. Uh, tier two there will be 2,000 fans allowed in the stadium. And Tier 3, there will be no fans allowed in the stadium. So, I'm wondering now, it's like, is it going to increase rates? I think it will increase rates, as um, as obviously it's more well more people in the stadiums uh, possibly packed together. We don't know how it's going to work yet. 
but it's going to definitely increase COVID-19 rates. Um, they're all going to have to wear masks, obviously, the entire 90 minutes. Um, and yeah, but I'm not too sure if it will make that big of an impact because um, it's only 4,000 stadiums. It's only 4,000 um, 4, people max allowed, depending on your area. So it's not going to generate that much noise. Obviously, this they just put this in place to kind of keep clubs going because obviously they've lost a lot of money off of um, no like no tickets, no sales, anything like that because it's all been behind closed doors. So, I mean, I can see that for a financial state, but for like an actual mental state, it's going to help them a bit, but not as much as a fully packed like Old Trafford Stadium or Etihad Stadium, Stamford Bridge. It's not going to be fully atmospheric so and it's also going to be like will it impact how many fans like of each team whether it's like say it's a manchester derby 2000 2000 or it's like 3000 1000 or something like that how is it definitely you just have to wonder all these things and is it actually good in the time that we're in Mm. definitely i i agree with you finn Anyway, moving on to another piece of really big news. Newcastle Aston Villa has been postponed as Newcastle have had multiple uh, positive COVID-19 tests um, since Tuesday evening and they've decided to just postpone the match, which show, which is the first postponement of the, um, the season, which could mean other games could be postponed. And of course, wh- where are those points going to go? Are they going to have to redo the games? Or are they just going to scrap a game off everybody? We don't really know how they will do it. It is a quite um, sticky subject. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, uh, we've just got to put faith in the Premier League to handle it well. Of course, this is a very stressful time for not only clubs, but the, uh, the Premier League, the UEFA. It's all kind of melting into one big anxiety uh, area and but we've just got to hope uh, that our league will stay strong uh will stay passionate and we'll keep being able to play football yeah uh anyway thanks for listening tune in next monday to hear our next section on how will brexit affect transfers and we'll see you next time cheerio <laughs>